all the way from the land down under, we welcome the Health Bloke Podcast. Talking all this wellness. You name it, the Health Bloke will discuss it, talk about it, or prove it. Whether it's about fitness, food, lifestyle, or more. He's a realist, he's relatable, and he's really good. So settle in, relax, and enjoy. to another episode of the Health Bloke Podcast and live Facebook feed. Today is our second product review. Again, I'll be uh, with DJK or Danny Kennedy from DJK Fitness. And our title or our product review today is on protein bars. So last time we spoke about protein powders, uh, but today we're particularly looking at protein bars. We're going to go through, first and foremost, looking at the nutritional panel and understanding the nutritional panel and that's where I bring DK and his knowledge and expertise into, into the play in terms of what you're actually looking for when you're looking at the value of the protein bar. A lot of people obviously probably go off flavor profile and texture, which is important because if you don't like it, you're not gonna eat it. But it's important to understand what's actually in the protein bar in terms of the ingredients um, and the percentage of carbohydrates, fats and protein. So we've got five different bars today we're gonna review. If you missed our previous product review on protein powders, certainly jump onto the face uh, my uh, podcast, the Health Bloke Talking All Things Wellness, on iTunes, and subscribe to that. And also, it's probably in your best interest to get onto Danny's podcast as well. It's a ripper, isn't it, DK? Oh yeah, it's a, I, don't, I don't mind it. So that's a fitness and lifestyle podcast, is mine. Um, we've actually done a few episodes together as well on that one. So go back through and and have a look at some of those past episodes for sure. Well, I guess to start off with, we're going to keep it a little bit shorter today, but we understand that consumers are getting a little bit more conscious of what they're eating, and these days you can go into any 7-Eleven or any petrol and convenience store, and not only health food shops, Coles, Woolies, whatever, and there'll be protein bars. And a lot of the time, the consumers probably think they're picking up a protein bar, grabbing it and thinking it's you know, good for you or better for you than, than, a, protein, uh, than a Snickers bar. So we're going to go through it, pick it apart, we aren't affiliated with any of these brands. All of these brands have been selected by DK and I, particularly because there's um, you know, a raw food one, so you wanna have a look at a raw food bar as well. There's also one that they say is a, a female bar, um, and DK touched on female protein powder last week, so we're gonna have a look at that. And then there's obviously one of the biggest ones in the marketplace, which used to be DK's uh, favorite, the Quest Bar. Um, along with Masashi, which were probably the leaders in the industry early days, and then we've got the Titan bar as well. So there are different flavours, textures, sizes, and we want to go through that. But first and foremost, TK, let's sort of pick apart the nutritional panel, and yep. I guess reading a food label, and regardless of whether it's a protein bar or a Snickers bar or something off the shelf anyway, there's probably some key ingredients our listeners um, or viewers need to understand when they're reading the nutritional panel. Yeah, 100%. So if you missed the, the episode we did the other week on, on protein shakes and different protein powders, obviously when you're picking a product like this, the whole purpose of getting a protein bar is to find something that's got a good amount of protein in it. Um, low in sugar, usually want something that's got at least a little bit of fiber. Um, and you know, most of the time you're looking for something that's low in fat um, and low to moderate in carbohydrates, depending on what your goal is. Obviously, similar with the protein powder, if, if you're after, you know, you're trying to get in a lot of calories to put on weight, um, which is probably the minority of people watching, then obviously you might look for something that's higher in calories, which um, we've got this this uh, high protein bar here today. 
is that the low carb or yeah, that's the low, low carb, carb one yeah. yeah so Masashi also have another one which is bulk um, so they've obviously got more calories in it but majority of people are looking for something that's high protein low carbohydrate low fat um, your sugars should be relatively low and as I said you want some form of fiber in there um, the other thing which we'll go over later on is also the sodium intake yeah um, which is something to look out for as well so I think for the for the viewer and the listener if you actually turn over any product regardless you know any food it's got to be actually there's got to be a nutritional panel there and what I want you guys to educate yourselves on today is how to read that nutritional panel because there is a lot of information in there um, but what we particularly want to focus on and I try and instill this sort of it information with my clients is understanding what is a, a product you can consume every day uh, and my basic rule for reading a nutritional panel is 55120 when I say 55120 that is a product you can consume every second day and if you pick up a, a panel you want less than five grams per hundred of fat less than five grams of sugar and less than 120 milligrams of sodium and it's really hard to get the 55120 and as I said, a 55120 is not an everyday food, it's probably an occasional food. So when we look at all these bars, and DK will pick them apart um, a little bit more in terms of the fiber, but you probably wanna look at the energy as well. And when we look at energy, we're looking at to kilojoules. And I guess for you as a consumer, if you always operate in calories, you gotta understand that there's 4.2 calories to a kilojoule. So you need to understand how many calories are in a bar. Um, this one here, the Quest bar, which Decal pick apart. It actually says that per 100 gram, there's 1,455 kilojoules, which is 348 calories just you know for 100 grams. Yeah. So in Australia, m most of the readings on the back end nutritional label will be in kilojoules. Um, I think a lot of the foods these days with the nutritional panel on the back will have also the calorie intake conversion as well. Um, you know, you got to also work out what your protein bar, uh, what the purpose of the protein bar is. Some people might want it purely just for the protein intake to hold them over in between meals. Some people might even be having it as a meal replacement. So, yeah. you know, if you are having it as a meal replacement, that might be when you opt for something with a little high uh, calories coming from either the carbohydrates or, or fats. But it still is important to keep an eye on the sugar and we'll go over it soon but uh, similar to the protein powders with the bars there's always going to be something on the label to draw you in um, as for example the one we had before you know gluten-free um, raw whole food all that type of stuff you look at um, a lot of the bars now the biggest thing on the label will be low carb or or no fat yeah. or low fat uh, but majority of the time that there's something else in there that's making up for the fact that it still tastes good so although it might be low carb or low fat um, the opposite might be higher just to make up for that. So that's it's important to keep in mind that just because it says it's a low-fat bar or or something like that, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's good for you or that it's um, you know the optimal choice for whatever your goal is. Yeah, some good points there. And I think for any of you at, at home who's got access to grabbing something now and having a look at the nutritional panel, just write down that simple formula, 55120, and that's less than 5 grams of sugar, 5 grams of fat, and 120 of sodium. And then just you know, for a healthier, good for you product, that's not looking into uh, protein per 100 either. We're just looking at a healthier, good for you bar. And you've also got to be conscious of sugar is made up of a number of different things too. You know, There'll be fructose, there'll be sucrose, there'll be glucose, there'll be corn syrup, there'll be molasses. There's a number of different things um, that people put on packaging to try and take it away from sugar. So that's when you have to look at the ingredients. And if you look at any product, I guess the ingredients, um, you know, on this this burn bar, it's it's a huge list of ingredients. 
but basically what you're looking at is whatever's first is is the one that's got the most concentration of it so pick apart the nutritional panel first five five one twenty and then obviously as dk said what are you actually having the bar for is it for protein um is it to you know keep your energy levels higher and then look at your nutritional panel and then uh, you can pick it apart from there so let's go into it dk and, and pick apart a few of these nutritional panels um as we said we're not affiliated with any of these brands we're going to go through one of the nutritional panel of each bar looking at the carbohydrates proteins and also the sodiums and the um, sodium fats and sugars and then we're going to uh, look at the texture of it and the taste profile and then look at the price i mean Basically, they are pretty much like for like, but like DK said in the in the first product review, which we did last week, a fortnight ago, it does come down to what you like as a consumer. I mean, I'm quite, uh, I quite fancy the wafer type bar because it's a bit easier for me to eat, whereas other people might like a heavier bar or you know they might go for the protein balls or whatever. Yep. So there's there's plenty in the marketplace. So what do you want to start with, DK? Um, let's start with uh, let's start with the Masashi, I reckon. So yep. Masashi, you know, they're probably one of the biggest brands you'll see, especially in supermarkets. Not so much in supplement stores and you know at your health expos and stuff. And I think that's there's a good reason for that um, a lot of the time, especially with their bars and, and their powders and stuff. Um, you know, they they got a lot of money to spend on marketing. Uh, they all usually taste pretty good. Um, but when we talk about you know calorie intake, macronutrient intake, and the breakdown of the nutritional panel. Um, sometimes you're, you're almost better off just paying, you know, a quarter of the price and getting something like a, you know, like a muesli bar or something like yeah. that, which has is, is very similar nutritional um, intake. So this one here, um, so it's the Masashi high protein, low carb. Um, on the front it says it's got 45 grams of protein, which straight away is like very high. Yeah. Uh, as we went through with the powders, you know, the, um, I guess the standard protein intake for a whey protein powder is around 24 to 30 grams max, uh, usually. So 45 grams is high, less than three grams of carbohydrates, um, which is obviously a good thing. So, um, yep, 45 grams of protein, fat total 6.8 grams. So, you know, even that for a protein bar is, is on the higher side. Um, yeah. But it's not not too bad. Saturated fats, 4.1 grams. Carbohydrates, 2.5 grams. Sugars, basically exactly the same. Um, the thing I've found with Masashi bars is their sodium is very high. So this has yeah. 300 milligrams of sodium um, in the one bar, yeah. which is which is a huge amount of sodium. Um, and the calorie count for the bar is 338. Okay. And it's quite a, compared to all the other ones as well. It's quite a big bar. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Well, yeah, for, for me, Masashi, they're probably one of the first of the leaders in the market. They got in the marketplace you know, a long time before a lot of these other players. Uh, but for me, I find it um, quite a thick bar. You know, it's very chewy, and um, you can see see from there the taste profile. For me, I haven't got great teeth. It's probably a bit heavy for me. Yeah. Um, plenty of protein, as DK said, but um, for me, not a bad bar, but not something that I'd have all, all the time. I yeah, guess it's definitely is a because it is so big. It, it probably would be ideal, I guess, if you were looking for something to fill you up in between mm. meals or almost as a meal replacement. Yeah, because it does fill you up. Thing I find with it though is that the sodium intake is just too much for me. Mm. I can you know barely ever get through a full bar. Yeah, um, you know, I, I'm hungry all the time, but I just can't get through a full bar because of sodium so much. So you know, thirsty. Um, you know, he's. Yeah, yeah, just too much sodium for me in, in these ones in particular. 
good point there that DK raised the amount of sodium. If a product does have a lot of sodium and you do like that bar, then I'd suggest you up your water intake. Yeah. Um, so really trying to consume more water, but I've just had a bite of that. For me to get through the whole bar would probably take me half an hour, um, if not longer. And again, um, the price point's probably pretty good. You could probably get, again, because Masashi is such a big brand, you could probably get a bar for about three bucks fifty. Um, yeah, which around that three, three yeah. to four dollar mark usually. Yeah. So again, it's not a bad product, um, but, but there's probably better bars in the marketplace. To, but again, it does come back to you as the consumer, what you want to use it for, um, and again, the uh, the texture and the taste profile. Yep, cool. Um, can we just touch on, you touched on it um, in the first product review when you uh, talked about the female protein powder. Yeah. This is advertised as a female protein bar, and can you just educate the, the listeners and the, the viewers, DK, is there such thing as a female protein bar? Uh, not at all, not at all. So the difference between you know, Tori or I eating this bar compared to a female or one of our female clients, whatever, is is no difference whatsoever. So uh, we'll have a look at the, the nutritional intake on the panel in a second. Um, but, you know, their, their marketing on the front of the bar, so the bar's called Burn, um, so it automatically appeals to, to most females that are wanting to, you know, either lose weight or um, increase definition or, you know, whatever it may be. Low carb, high protein, gluten free. Um, we've mentioned it before, but gluten free is always a big one, which a lot of people kind of gravitate to with no real reason. Mm. Um, just because it's gluten free doesn't really mean much, especially especially now. Most you'll see most products there's always a gluten free pro- uh, version of it, um, but it is always on the label. Nutritional uh, panel, so looking at fourteen point seven grams of protein, which you know. Perfect example of what we spoke about before. 14 grams of protein in a bar, you know, that size. What yeah. is it? 40 grams. It's pretty pretty standard. You'd almost get that in a, a regular muesli bar. Mm. Um, yet you'd be paying at least double the price for yeah. something like this. Um, fats, 3.5 grams, not too bad. Carbohydrates, 3.5. Sugar's only 1.5. So in that, in that respect, it's pretty good. Um, dietary fiber, 1.1 gram. Um, there is a lot of... Uh, a lot of other ingredients that are listed on here, as Tori said before, that you know the the list of ingredients is quite large. Um, I guess the the only reason, like I, I'm actually not too sure what what makes it a, a female specific bar. Um, it does have uh, 30 milligrams of L-carnitine in it, um, yeah. also green coffee extract, um, which is relatively bizarre. Uh, 90 milligrams of sodium. So for a 40 gram bar, yeah, that's right. pretty high. Yeah. Uh, 90 milligrams of sodium yeah. is quite high for 40 grams like 40 grams is actually not too it's not very big is it no. so uh, but as Tori mentioned there's nothing in in this you know female specific bar that you wouldn't get in a something that's marketed to both genders yeah um, so if you are a female and and this is something that you usually buy just purely for the fact because it's a female type bar yeah um, then you know if there's something cheaper with the same nutritional value even better um, which I don't think it'd be hard to find then you know you're much better off doing that you're not going to get any extra benefit out of eating just this one I think the the one thing they do try and play on with the female type one is probably um, the calories how many calories there are per bar but as DK said there were a few fat metabolizers in there like the L-carnitine and the greatine extract I think for the women uh, that's what they tend to go for um, and probably even you know, looking at, looking in the packaging, DK touched on the burn, but also they got some mint leaves there as well. Yeah. 
the taste profile for me is actually, I actually don't mind it. It was um, chopped chop mint fudge. So I like the mint component of it. Uh, and the price point's not too bad. It's probably, you know, thereabouts with the others. A little bit lower, you could probably get a burn bar for about two bucks, two bucks, 53 bucks. Um, but it is 100% Australian made and owned. So for us, it's probably a positive. Yep. Um, but again, what we really want to get across to you as the listener and the viewers, there's no such thing as a gender specific protein bar. Awesome. Yeah, go for it. Go yeah, it's one. an interesting one. Yeah, so the next one is called a wad bar. So uh, I'm assuming this is this is probably made by someone that's got a fair bit to do with CrossFit. So wad usually stands for workout of the day. So that's interesting. Um, wad bar, chocolate flavor. Um, th- if you look at all the the packaging, it's very targeted towards being a natural type product. So gluten free, chemical free, raw whole food protein bar, um, whey protein isolate. 100% natural ingredients and no preservatives. So, um, in my opinion, or from my experience anyway, anything that's um, that's that natural is is probably going to taste relatively <laughs> average, and and um, and the consistency of it, which we'll we'll have a look at in a second, might not be great. And by feeling it now, it's as hard as a rock. So, we'll yeah. find out in a second. But the the dietary fiber 4.2, so that's the highest of the the three that we've looked at so far. So that's pretty good. Um, the calories you're looking at are around about 250 calories per bar, which is which is not too bad. Protein 14.5 grams. So again, it's this is 60 gram, yeah, 60 gram bar, and it's got the exact same protein intake as the um, as the burn bar that we looked at before. Fat total is 9.4 grams, so relatively high. The one surprising thing, and I suppose a good thing about this one, is that the sodium is only 26.8. Which is quite low. Yeah. Um, although the carbohydrates is twenty five point two, with twelve grams of sugar. So if you're looking at this as a, you know, as a protein bar, which most people probably would be, um, you know, your, your carbohydrates is almost double your protein. protein. Yeah. Um, which you know, depending on what your goal is, um, that's you. If you're looking for a protein bar, which most people are, is a high protein, low carb, uh, low fat type of snack, and it's not ideal. Um, but yeah, we'll open it up and see what it's like. Might not be good for my fake teeth, DK, this one. Yeah, she's pretty hard. <laughs> Don't know how we'll go getting into it. Can't even open it. So when you open it up, I don't know if you can actually see it, but it almost looks like a like a home-cooked like yeah. slice type thing, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, So for me, the the flavour profile so far is the burnt. The burns, my I need to change that to get through this. Um, I've actually never tasted this product, um, and I probably won't put it on the shopping list. Um, but again, it will have benefits for someone. For me, um, texture and taste is probably high on on my list when I'm choosing a bar, and I just struggle to get through that. Um, in all honesty so the price point or well, again it's probably similar it's probably about four bucks fifty um, I don't know what the sodium what did you say the sodium was quite high DK no sodium's pretty good actually um, of this um, and same as the, the the energy the calories there is quite a quite a bit of fiber in it, it tastes like that as well um, and plenty it's, of carbs yeah it's um interesting taste yeah it's not great I guess, um, as I mentioned before, because it is such a, you know, in regards to its actual nutritional value, 
um, it's actually pretty good, mm. like the nutrients that you're getting from um, the bar itself. But you can taste that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. kind of like going in and, and um, eating an all natural, you know, raw food type, um, you know, whatever it may be from from a cafe or whatever. You can definitely taste a difference compared to a, a standard a standard one. So, yeah. you know, for me, I, I probably wouldn't go with it. I could I struggled to get through just half a bite. It tastes very um, like seedy and yeah. It's not great, but and if you look at the, you know, the the ingredient panel, as I said, whatever's first is what's in the most, and we've got the whey protein isolate, flaxseed, um, almond meal, sunflower, coconut flour, sesame seeds, chia seeds. So there are, there are a lot of seeds. Mm. Um, dried yeast, organic rice malt, almond paste, so and a bit of tahini paste as well. So you can see that you know, they, they probably are quite specific to their consumer. Um, like anything, I think there's probably a little bit of a vegan phase going uh, going in the marketplace at the moment. This bar um, would be specific to a typical consumer. Um, whether that's a large percentage of the demographic, I'm not sure, but certainly there's a market for it. Um, but uh, it won't be on my uh, my shopping list next week. No, not at all. Definitely uh, not. Uh, so this one, the next one, um, is a wafer bar, actually. Yeah, so these are relatively new um, on the market anyway. So Titan... They actually um, also have another protein bar, which is really, really good. The nutritional value of it um, is quite high. So as we mentioned before, the the value of their other bar, um, you know, you're just as just as well going and buying like a Mars bar or something like that, which is why it tastes so good because um, the calories are quite high, the fat's high, the carbs are really high, and the protein's pretty standard for a protein bar. But this is their new one they brought out recently, um, and it's meant to be, I believe, Low carb, yeah. So the nutritional breakdown of this one, 210 calories per bar. Um, the, the package is quite big, but the bar inside, which we'll see in a second, is, is relatively small. Uh, 12 grams of protein, which is really low for a protein bar. Um, 14 grams of fat, so it's got more more fat than it does protein, which is not ideal. Mm. 8.5 grams of carbs, 4 grams of sugar, and only 1 gram of fiber. Um, the sodium is 80 milligrams, and you know, for the size of the bar, which you'll see in a sec, is quite high. And I think similar to the uh, similar to the Masashi one, you can um, you can definitely taste the fact that the sodium is quite high. But the taste of this is actually pretty good. Yeah. But it's it does have a lot to do with the fact that it's got very little protein. Yeah. High fat. So again. If you use the listener or the viewer, it does come back to what you're using it for. If you want a high protein bar, then obviously you need to go for something that's probably got a little bit higher protein than this has only got 12 grams mm. um, of protein. As the first one that DK picked up, which we struggle to get through, um, but true to its marketing, it's got 45 grams mm. um, of protein. I actually like the te- texture of this wafer. Um, for me, it's easy to eat. Um, it is very different to yeah so most most protein bars you'll get yeah um but for me i like it again the price point's relatively the same you probably sell them for five bucks you could probably get them for for four bucks depending upon where you get them or if you're buying them wholesale or in, in a box um or online but relatively speaking they probably are all the same price point yeah. anywhere between you know 4.95 and if you're getting them on special you might get them down to two bucks or two bucks fifty yeah um I think taste-wise, Titan um, yeah. are really good, especially with their old their older bars as well. 
um, initially they were just a protein bar. They've now tried to move into powders and um, pre-workout supplements and stuff like that. Mm. That's another thing to keep in mind is, um, you know, if you look at if you're looking at a protein bar that is just an add-on to a, a company's um, brand, I guess. 90% of the time, it's not going to be a great quality product. Um, for example, yeah. uh, with Optimum Nutrition, their their main product is their gold standard whey protein, which is unbelievable, uh, whereas some of their other products might not be as great. So yeah. they've got a protein bar, which um, which actually tastes pretty good. But if you're looking at something like, um, even though I think they've declined a little bit, something like a Quest bar, um, you know, Quest bars started out just as a protein bar. That yeah. was their whole business. So their protein bar is going to be their best product. They've, mm. they've tried, um, they've tried whey protein, they've tried um, protein chips and stuff like that, yeah. and they haven't really taken off. Although the the bars have hung around um, because that's what they've put most of their resources yeah. into. What did they change, DK? You mentioned <laughs> that they've changed their flavor profile. Yeah. So yeah. So we'll do this one now. But they they initially started out I don't know how many years ago, and they absolutely blew up. And their products were really really good. The taste was unreal. Um, almost too good, too good to be true. The taste in regards to their nutrient value, and I think that I think it was. I think it got um, the, they changed the formula completely. Um, I'm not as big of a fan of Quest now, and they've actually dropped off a fair bit, I think. Um, but the main thing that changed is that their carbohydrates suddenly went from 25 grams down to six grams, which I find hard to hard to figure out. Um, yeah, right. So I think. I'm not actually sure, like to be perfectly honest, I'm not actually sure what they've done because, um, you know, it's got six grams of carbohydrates, but it's got 14 grams of fiber. Yeah. Whereas before, the fiber and the carbohydrates were added together um, and it was 21 grams of carbohydrates. Yeah, right. Um, so now all of a sudden it's got 14 grams of fiber, which is extremely high um, for a bar anyway. Yeah. Um, total carbohydrates, six. Fat is nine grams, so the fats went up slightly as well once they changed the formula. Um, and protein is twenty. So overall, they've got a ton of different flavors. The one we got here is the um, is the mixed berry bliss, uh, which well, they, they actually the bars still do taste pretty good, yeah. but compared to what they were, they're nowhere near as good. I think um, you remember the old bars, don't yeah. you? The textures definitely changed as well. So. Yeah. Um, they're a lot harder. The bars themselves are a lot harder now. Yeah, that's flavors are yeah, um, which yeah, not one hundred percent sure, but yeah, uh, in the market, in the health and fitness uh, and nutrition market itself, their brand definitely has dropped off a lot over the yeah. last twelve months. Um, it's a bit like a fudge. Um, yeah, but as DK touched on, he mentioned the fiber. I think he said there's fourteen grams of fiber in the bar. Yeah, and I think average per day you, you want to be having around thirty grams. Um, yeah, of fiber. So, so you want to be averaging about fourteen to fifteen grams per a thousand calories that you consume. Yeah, so there's a lot of fiber. A lot of fiber, yeah. Mm. But the taste itself is pretty good. Yeah, the taste is good. I still like it. Um, <coughs> I, I, I mean, and the texture between a, a wafer and the uh, the Quest bar is quite different. Um, but again, more protein. So if I was after a protein bar and the texture profile and the price point picked, um, suited me, 20 grams, 12 grams, I like them both. Um, 45 grams, I did like the, the flavor profile of the burn. Yep. I, I like the mint texture. Yep. Uh, but again, not much protein yep. um, in that one. And for me, the wad bar was just a bit too dense. Uh, yep. I've got a massive sweet tooth anyway, so 
Um, I don't hold that against the, the wad bar. I just didn't get the, the texture of the flavour profile out of the, the raw ingredients that yeah. were involved in like that. Like we said, the, the texture is, is very hard um, and you can almost taste every ingredient in it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so we're not saying, you know, for you guys as listeners to, to, to rush out and buy the Quest bar or, or buy one of these particular bars, what we're trying to um, educate you guys on is what to look for um, in terms of the nutritional panel. panel. Uh, carbohydrates, proteins, sugars, fats, and sodium, um, and also the energy value per bar. Because, as you say, if you're only having 2,000 calories a day, and one of these bars is 350 calories, then you've got to take that into consideration. Exactly right, and um, yeah, 100%. Exactly what, exactly right there. But with in regards to fiber and stuff like that, um, I typically do like to try and find a bar with you know at least five, five plus grams of fiber in it because it helps me get my fiber especially if i'm on the go which is usually when i'd have a protein bar if i can't um if i don't have the time to be able to you know cook up veggies and chicken and and rice or potato whatever for lunch and i just have a bar instead you want to almost be able to replicate or replace what you're kind of missing out from a whole meal um which is when i would typically go for a bar so so something really low in in fiber and then high in calories is probably is probably not what you're after um but it does come down to what you're what you're looking for in the bar. Sure. So just for the, the listeners or the viewers, DK, would you prefer to have a <coughs> shake, a protein shake, or a bar if you were to consume one of these products? Um, it for me it for me it depends. So if I'm if I'm in a phase where I'm trying to actually lose weight um, and you know you're relatively hungry because um, you're in a, in a calorie deficit, I would yep. probably go for a bar just purely because of the fact it fills me up for longer. Sure. Um, whereas a shake obviously is easy, easy yeah. to drink and it's not going to do as much. Um, also, you'll, you'll usually find there's obviously a bit more fiber in a bar than what would be in a shake. So if you can find something yeah. that's low in, pro, low in carbohydrates, sorry, low in fat, um, but got a good amount of fiber um, and high protein and the sugars and stuff are low, then I'd go for a bar yep. pretty much all yeah. the time. Okay, there you go. So there's some pretty good advice there. As I said, don't rely on the health claims that uh, you'll see on the marketing package. Really understand what the nutritional label stands for. Look at everything per 100 grams, um, making sure it hits what you want it to hit for your for your needs and wants. Um, proteins, carbs, sugars, fats, and sodium. Um, and then also look at the energy level as well. So again, thanks for listening. Um, on the Health Bloke podcast talking all things wellness. Thanks for those that have listened in or viewed in on the live Facebook feed. We'll be back in a couple of weeks um, to do another product review and we're thinking uh, branch chain amino acids or pre-workout. So if you've got anything you'd want DK and I to review in the next fortnight, uh, hit us up um, at DJK Fitness or you can contact me at tori at truehealth.com.au. So thanks again and hope you got something out of it. Cheers. Thanks DK. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Health Bloke Podcast, talking all things wellness. If you haven't subscribed, please do. Leave a review or share, as we all know that the Health Bloke wants everyone to make health a habit.